with Shauna. I am Shauna Anthony, and I'm so happy that you have joined us today. We have started this live broadcast podcast because we want to empower women with encouragement and hope by identifying pain point issues, hearing real life stories and situations, and offering some solutions on various issues that are affecting us women today. We'll also be showcasing guests who are experts or can speak to these various issues. And so with that in mind, we're going to jump right into today's topic, episode two, Finding Hope Through Remarriage, Single to Married. And I am really excited to introduce my guest today. I am not flying solo. I have a special couple with us today, Kim and Alan McKinnis, because I believe that they have a very special story about their own singleness journeys, about finding each other through a well-known dating site, and they fell in love and they got married in February of 2021. My husband and I say that they're still living in the Disneyland uh, phase of their relationship, so they still have the googly eyes for each other, but that is so sweet to see. And it is a joy to watch Kim and Alan interact and just being in the relationship with one another. To give you a little bit of um, history, I have known Kim for over 10 years. We met in Cannon Beach, Oregon, and I've only just recently met Alan just over the last few months. So I'm really anxious to dive into this episode. And this episode is for all of you who are single, single and not wanting to be single. There are some of you who are single and you're loving it. You're saying, hey, I want to stay single. But this is for people that are single and are struggling. They've got fear issues, maybe cynical, maybe you've been hurt. So this is the episode for you today. And um, we hope that you will be encouraged by what we have to share. And we hope that you can be encouraged by this beautiful couple that you're about to see. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you my friends from Olympia, Washington, Kim and Alan McKinnis. Welcome, guys. And there they are. Beautiful. They're so amazing. Hi, Kim. Hi, Alan. How are you today? Hi, Shauna. Good. And and how is Olympia, Washington? How's the weather? Cold. Cold. Cold, Yeah. Cold cold and rainy. And and how are we feeling? I've got a little bit of a frog in my throat. And I know, Kim, you were saying you were feeling just a little bit fluish, right? Yep. Just the same. A little sore throat going on. And you know what? We're doing, yeah, we're doing real life, friends. That's it. Here's my, I've been drinking Rubis tea. I don't know what you're you're drinking, but it's warm. I'm drinking a throat coat. Yes. And it's soothing on our throats. I'm just going to have a quick little sip. Cheers to you in Canada. Cheers to you in Olympia. You live too far away from me, I have to say. (laughs) I have to say. So welcome to the live November 13th, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to talk about obstacles of getting into the dating world. We're going to identify, talk about your stories because you both have very unique testimonies. And we're going to talk about some solutions. All right. So why don't we get started? Kim, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Give us a little bit about your background Go ahead. Okay. So, um, I was single for uh, close to two decades before I met Alan. And I um, 
I'd pretty much given up. I had been waiting for God to bring me, um, you know, the right person, a godly man. And um, finally, I decided uh, on the recommendation of my therapist, she said, you need to try. Not, don't just sit back and wait for God just to send you something. You need to do make some effort and do something. So I signed up um, on a dating site. And um, uh, I paid for three years because I was going to make it a job and just start interviewing people and finding <laughs> find the right person. So I, I did, that, did that for a couple months. Yep. Um, I, was a sing- I was a single mom. I had yes. raised two kids on my own. Um, and at this point, I had adopted my two grandchildren. Uh, yes. So now I was a single grandma with a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Yeah, wow. something like that at the time. You were and busy. You were I, busy. And, and you have a business, right? Yes. And I run right. a, a, a cleaning company, so I was running that. Uh, oh, and I was also going to school at the time, too. Right. So, I mean, you're doing it all. You have, you're wearing all the hats. You know, you're a mom, you're a grandma, you're an entrepreneur, businesswoman, and you are a student and amazing woman that you are. So, wow. And then you decided to take this on like a job. That's humorous, like a job. I'm committed. I'm going to give this three years of my life. We're going to see what happens. Right. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was it. That was it. So I, yeah, I signed up for um, three years and I started in November, December, January. I went through hundreds of profiles and um, I could not find a godly man in there. I could not find somebody with the values that I, that I wanted. And then one night my girlfriend came over and said, how does this process work? I pulled up my computer and I had no one to show her because I deleted all my prospects and uh, decided to um, expand my search area to include Portland, uh, which was a little quite, quite far away and, um, in popped Allen. And I read his profile to my girlfriend and I said, okay, honey, this is not how it usually works. There's not usually anybody this great. I said, this person sounds really great. So I shot him off a message and just said, I like your profile. And if you're ever in the area, I'd like to meet you. Um, now, what year was this, Kim? Because you said November, December, January. So was this 2019 going into 2020, right? Yeah, 2020. Right. Okay. Right. So you shot Alan the, what you said, an email or? Um, a text on the on the dating a site. Text, a text yeah. on the dating site. Okay. Yeah. And what happened? And Alan responded that night. Woo! And Alan responded. <laughs> <laughs> So, Alan, when you saw Kim's picture and her text, very quickly, what did you think? Uh, I thought this woman was asking me for coffee, and I had never met her, and I thought that might be a little strange, which I like. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit too straightforward, or it it was very straightforward. Very uh, straightforward. Yeah, yeah, to the point. Yeah, and was that a good thing for you? It it was a good thing, but it took took a little texting back and forth to find yeah. out who she really was, make sure I wasn't dealing with a crazy person on on, <laughs> on that um, Right. And she was very funny. 
And she is very funny. And so are you, by the way. Your wit is is awesome. I love your sense of humor, Alan. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And your face is Alan. So great. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim, is there is there anything more that you wanted to add to to that? Oh. Wow. So, well, we so just let's talk about, about when you got together. So you met for coffee, right? We did. We we, we okay. talked for about two weeks. And okay. then he was he was going north. He has two daughters up north. Um, and he was heading up that way on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And he said, if, if you're serious about having coffee, I'd like to meet you. And so we met for coffee. And um, yeah, it was... Uh, it was, it was scary. It was scary. Uh, personally, for me, I just, I parked my car far away. I was careful not to give him too much information at the time. I really wanted to learn about him, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know how, what the danger is of meeting, you know, meeting a stranger. So, um, right. so I was pretty cautious, um, but uh, we, I planned on spending an hour, but I think we spent two hours, uh, two cups of coffee. And, uh, yeah, I just got to know each other. He was, uh, he was confident and he asked good questions and I kind of liked him. Didn't you tell me he had a journal or something like he, and you said, wow, this is a smart guy. Like this guy. <laughs> Boy, did I fool her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yes, no, I pulled no, up. We're sitting there. Sorry. He was sitting there with his journal and his glasses yeah. and his pen, yeah. and he looked like a writer. Well, I, he was already, from his writing, he had already, you know, said that uh, his initial statement that caught my attention was that, um, you know, you could be looking for the right area, the right person, the right color hair, um, this or that. But in the end, yeah. what it comes down to is, does she love God? And that's the one area that I can't, um, I can't let go. That's my bottom line. And, you know, he said she has to believe that God is real, like, like gravity is real. And so he was, he was a bit of a poet. He is a bit of a poet. Um, and he, he says what he means and he means what he says. And, and so, yeah, to walk into that coffee shop and to see him writing in his journal. Yeah. He's a smart poet guy. I kind of like him. Smart poet guy. I like that. So it was really important for you at the very onset to say, I want someone who's going to share my face. Mm -hmm. I want someone who is kind of a straight shooter kind of thing. Someone who, who, who has uh, morals. Is there anything else that you wanted to add to that? Cause I think it's really important that if you're going to go into dating and I mean, here I am married and I'm not dating, but you have to go in kind of with a set of intention, don't you? Like you have to have, this is, this is my intention. This is like you said, Kim, this is your bottom line, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Alan, we're going to, we're going to turn it over to you now because you've also got a story that I would love for people to hear. So why were you uh, looking for dating? What draw you to the dating world? Well, I had lost a wife two years previous. Um, mm -hmm. I was a caregiver. Uh, she was sick for a long time and passed away in January of 2018. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't going to get remarried. I thought, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I already did that. Right. Yeah. And I kind of had a generalized plan that how long I'd work. And um, about a year and a half into that, I, that's not really where I wanted to be. I, right. I had met other people on my mail route because I'm a mailman mm-hmm. and older men who had lost right. their lives. And I did not want to be that lonely old guy sitting in his house day after day doing whatever he did, whether it was just watching TV or drinking. And I just had no mm-hmm. sense of that. Um, So that's when my journey began and it Mm. took between counseling and just Mm. trying to figure out where I was going to go. It took, um, before I met Kim, it was solid six months. Solid six months. Awesome. So you were, you were going through counseling and then you made a decision that you don't want to be like some of these, these old fellows that you saw on your mail route and you thought, wow, that's not going to be me. Right. So that's, that's a big step of courage, isn't it? Just it, to go forward. Yeah. Right? It, it, in my, in my particular case, it took a lot of courage. <laughs> I didn't really think I was going to be able to pull this off. You know what? I, I think it's common, Alan, thank you for saying that, you know, you thought in your particular case, I think in so many cases, in so many cases, people are, holy moly, I don't know if I can do this. And um, so glad that you did, because look what you got, mister. Look what you got. So amazing. And it was pretty, pretty, uh, it was a pretty uh, quick courtship, wasn't it? Like, how long was it before you It seemed like it took forever from uh, my standpoint. <laughs> it seemed like it was forever. Yeah. But, um, Alan's wife had died in 2018. And we met in 2020, yeah. uh, January, and mm-hmm. then um, Alan asked me to marry him on August 9th of 2020. Uh, but then we didn't get married till February of 2021. 2021. It was yeah. only 13 months. <laughs> yeah, 13 months. It was fast. It was fast. It was fast. And I'm so glad. I mean, I couldn't come down uh, to your wedding, but I'm so glad that you guys put it on YouTube because I was able to just cry along and be so happy with the both of you. It was an absolutely beautiful wedding, full of meaning full of symbolism and then just so much love. And it just, it just came through. And I just thought, oh, so great. So great. And that's why I wanted you two to tell your story. So thank you, Kim. And thank you, Alan, for both sharing your testimony that if you step out of that fear, you take a chance, things can happen. So let's go right into our topics. We call them ABCs. And ABCs are we look at our obstacles, we identify with experience or expertise, and then we're looking for solutions. So let's first of all look at obstacles to um, the dating, getting back into the dating world. So one is we're lonely, but we're not wanting to be single, right? Number two is we're scared, but we need to take a risk. We need to take a risk, and even more so if we've been hurt in the past or we're still healing from the death of a spouse, 
from a divorce. Um, and number three is there are safety issues when it comes to online dating sites, right? So um, Kim and Alan, do you want to just briefly touch upon safety issues with online dating sites? Wait, Kim's she, she did not let me into a lot of information in the beginning. I didn't know her last name for, I don't know, it was a, at least a month. I, 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 I started mocking her online and telling her. You started I, mocking I, her online. Well, I, I told her I was going to go by uh, the, the uh, formerly known as Alan, yeah. kind of like Prince. Formerly known as Alan. Yeah, I wouldn't give him my last name or my address. It was several months um, before I gave him that information. And then also I had two little girls and I did not want their hearts to get hurt. And so, right. um, you know, he wanted to meet these these little kids, but I just didn't. I um, I wanted to wait until I knew that he was going to be a permanent, permanent part of my life. And so, um, yeah, he met him. Uh, just about a month before he asked me to marry him. Okay. So, so what was the timeline when, when you, when you personally got together, cause you, you met online in January. So when did you finally meet? What month with that was face to face? Cause I just want to put a little bit of a timeline there. Yeah. January 20th was our first meeting. And Your then, first meeting January. Okay. Yeah. So we met right away for coffee. And then uh, he asked that night, he sent me a message and asked me, uh, said he'd like to, you know, see me again. And then right away he asked me out uh, on a date and he lived, you know, a long ways away. So uh, it had to be on his days off. We didn't get to have dinner every night or get to know each other uh, just about once a week on his day off. Um, and not right away. That wasn't even right away. We just mm -hmm. dated. Uh, um, a lot of chatting back and because yeah, you lived in different states as well, right? Alan, you lived in Oregon, and Kim, you lived in Washington. So there was a bit of a commute, right, going on there for you, Alan, right? Just 100 quick miles. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so we'll go into identification. And basically, we've already done that. We've We've met, we've heard Kim and Alan's story and we've heard their experience now let's go into some solutions let's find give the people that are watching today some hit some tips some insights and maybe some resources so um one of the things that you touched upon kim is faith was important for you and mm -hmm. having meeting somebody who had the same morals and the same faith as you mm -hmm. Friends, having friends support, having community support. And I thought what is what I love about the both of you is that you both went into some therapy, did some counseling to work on your issues because we can bring our past luggage into our future relationship, right? And so we want to take care of a little bit of that luggage. Maybe we need to let that go a bit in the past. Maybe we can't let go of all of it, but uh, together we can manage those pieces even easier if we're getting healing as we're going through some things. Is there anything else that you want to add? Like what tips would you give to people that are saying, okay, 
I'm going to try this dating thing one more time. What would you say? Oh, gosh. Uh, from my standpoint, I'd say be patient and only look for somebody who really has the same loves that you you have. I mean, mm -hmm. if you don't, you might as well just either keep looking or um, move on. One of the one of the, some of the things that you did together, you said, have the same loves. So you mean the same kind of um, hobbies or the same kind of like you both were were hiking, right? And and doing a lot of walking and being out in nature. Yeah, I think um, you know for one of the when Alan saw that I had two grand that I had adopted two kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people before Alan that I had met said, he seemed like a really nice person, but well, I don't want to raise kids again. <laughs> and, right. and for Alan, um, you know, he, he said, this woman is raising a couple kids. And that was like, um, you know, that spoke to him of my character and my commitment. Um, and he, you know, took care of his wife who had dementia for 10 years. He was a caregiver. So that spoke to me of his dedication and his loyalty. Absolutely. Um, so I don't even know that the, that our, uh, you know, that our activities were the main thing. Right. right. Um, it was more about character and integrity, loyalty, commitment, um, family, um, and, and roles. And so I, in our face. Uh, my face? Faith. Oh, faith. <laughs> <laughs> and her beautiful face and her faith. <laughs> I like his face. <laughs> I like your face, but I cannot lie. <laughs> I like your face. Oh, so sweet. Yes. Um, yeah. And the other thing, too, because it is, I mean, you said, Kim, this is going to be my job for the next three years. And when we talked about this before, you said every Sunday night, I loved it, that you would say, okay, I'm going to make some popcorn. I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to write. I'm going to see who's out there in that that world of dating out there, right? Yeah. So, so I would say it's fun with it. Yeah, it was fun. It was, I mean, you want, you know, I asked, I asked God, I said, oh God, I don't want to, I don't want to date. I, I want you just to bring me the right person. And, you know, I want to guard my heart. I didn't want to, I, I don't recommend chit-chatting a whole lot. Um, I, 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 it worked for me just to say, I, you know, I want to meet you in person. We could find out much more face-to-face. -face. You know, does he look me in the eye when he talks? Does it do his stories match up? Is, you know, <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. Um, I thought, you know, with texting, you have a lot of time to, uh, work your answer, and so I, I I would recommend meeting meeting in person right away. Excellent, that is really really sound advice, and I agree. And one of the things you did say also is perseverance as well. So you made a decision to say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right. I've got my friend mm -hmm. support, got my community support, I've got my faith in God. So we're gonna keep trying. And it's also a, a piece that I'm getting as well from both of you is that you have to be wise when it comes to online dating. 
and don't just uh, shut down, you know, when things don't go, just, just keep persevering. And, and I guess be hopeful, right? Be hopeful. There are some great people out there, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta go through a few, I guess, right. To find the right, right person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So one of the things that I, I wanted to read out is um, what I found on Instagram. I follow a wonderful psychologist by the name of Dr. Henry Cloud, and I do quite a few of his webinars. And he's got a website called boundaries.me. And I want to read this out because he does a lot in the way of dating and he does a lot of kind of instructional, not only just counseling, but he gives some really good insight and some really good wisdom. So this is what I want to read to you today. You must not deceive. You must be direct and clear when you date. In significant areas, and especially if a relationship is becoming one in which your heart is getting involved, you must not lie. You must not deceive. You must be direct and clear, because if you don't, you will end up with someone who, for some reason, needed to be with a less than honest person. That means that by your lying, you have attracted a person who desires to stay away from the truth. And that is a scary thought indeed. What do you think about that? Um. Well, I think for me, I, I have a hard time trusting mm -hmm. and I, yeah, I think if there was any kind of deceit or falsehood in Alan at all that I, I would have stopped. Um, I was pretty scared to trust and I was about, you know, I was ready to run at any moment and um, yeah. Alan was pretty persistent and pretty patient um, uh, with me. And we, I think that hundred miles helped us a lot. <laughs> really? How, um, how did the hundred miles help? I mean, the hundred miles. Well, we, I couldn't be up here all the time. I, I have work and, and so we only could chat on or text message and um, then make a date and see each other. So there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of time where we were um, just uh, <coughs> just mm -hmm. dating for the heck of it. And just, right. it was, we, we, it, we were pretty pur purposeful when we were, yeah. we were together. Yes, we, we were. Uh, yeah, we both were in intent, intentional. We were yeah. intentionally looking for somebody to, to yeah. spend the rest of our lives with. We weren't just wanting to yeah. date for fun. And, right. you know, 100 miles away certainly isn't an easy just somebody to date. Um, yeah. So we started out early on after about three dates, not really knowing how to navigate going forward. Uh, we got a really good book. Um, yeah. and. Okay. Uh, and so we started online reading a chapter and discussing it. And it was pretty hard. You had to get really vulnerable and, and um, answer some specific questions. Um, and so 
to find, you know, to find out not, uh, you know, not so much about what your favorite color is, but uh, how do you handle your finances and how do you handle conflict and what, did, what does it look like for you in a, in a marriage, you know, for, for roles, husband and wife roles. And um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of intense things that you just don't casually talk about, but the book was able, you know, brought up really important things for us to think about um, taking little in the book, you know, you'd ha- take little things that, am I more of a romantic person or not so romantic? Am I, am I more of a person that would be like spontaneous and let's just blow off the housework or am I somebody that's like, man, this is all got to be done. Um, and so, uh, that really helped and gave us things to talk about as well as the dating site that we, um, signed up with it, it matched us on all those kinds of temperaments and things. And it already matched us rather high. What, what was the name of the book? That's amazing because so many people that are married haven't even touched on some of those things and they struggle in their yeah. relationship. The fact that you two decided to touch touch on those points, I mean, that's that's pretty major. And I just say a big kudos to you two for, for even going and, and doing that. What a great foundation that you two set up for yourself. So that was the, the Sacred Search by Gary Thomas. Gary Thomas. Yeah. Research by Gary Thomas. Fantastic. So that is certainly a resource to keep in mind. Thank you so much. Thank you for so much for sharing. So we want to get now to our breakthrough. So every episode, we're going to do a breakthrough. And this is a time for you as a listener, for you as the viewer to say, I can make a decision today. And the question, the breakthrough question is, aren't you tired of being scared? Aren't you tired of being scared, scared to move forward, scared to take a risk, scared to take a chance? And I just want to just give you encouragement to walk through that fear. But listen to the things that Alan and Kim said. I really believe that they started with a strong foundation. It was very clear what their intention was, that they wanted to meet the right person. And they took time. You you know, they had some distance. They took some time getting to know each other, but they got real pretty quickly. And I think that was really important. So they were honest. They were truthful. And they took risks to overcome some of the fear, learning to trust that person. And they ended up meeting the right person. So make that decision for yourself today. There are people out there like you that are looking for a partner, for a spouse, and they are out there. They really are out there. So our call to action today is that... um, there are resources for you. So one of the resources that Kim and Alan all already mentioned was Sacred Search by Gary Thomas. There's another book that they spoke of recently, and that's The Meaning of Marriage by Timothy Keller. And then, of course, I mentioned Dr. Henry Cloud and his website, boundaries.me. And also... 
Um, I would like you to also visit my website, shaunaanthony.com, and we've got a very special gift for you. So if you go to shaunaanthony.com forward slash gift, we have a beautiful journal for you and it's she's anchored in hope and it's 30 days of writing and just goal setting and I know that you will love it and it is free for you to just download and we would love for you to have that and I've been journaling for years and years it is a way that I meditatively pray is the way that I get all the rumination out of my head and onto a piece of paper and the way I can make decisions and figure things out. So we would love for you to have that today. So go on to shaunaanthony.com forward slash gift for that free journal for you. And also we've got coming up very soon. Um, you can also be considered for our guest list. So again, go on to shaunaanthony.com and, and enjoy uh I love my website. It's 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 amazing. And there's lots of things in there for you to navigate and see. And next week, we've got the beautiful Tony O'Keefe. Episode three, finding hope through purpose, seeking life. I liked Tony is a an author. She is a communicator. She is a beautiful woman. Um, and I'm so looking forward to you meeting to her because I know she'll have some very special things to share with you as well. And so I just want to close out and give you an affirmation. And it is this, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So remember to take care of yourself too. And that's it. Alan and Kim, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. I love you so much. You're, you're the best. You're the best. You're too far away. You're like four hours South. And I'd love to, see you more in the new year and I want to do a big shout out to my producer Claudia and of course to the man in my life Michael who is the wind beneath my wings he's been my support and one of my rocks in my life and I couldn't do this without him either so I love you so much Michael thank you so much and thank you to both of you for thank just spending time with me it meant so much and thank you for, for blessing me with this it's been great all right, so that's it, and God bless. Bye for now.